if you sell a physical product or think about launching a brand, whether that's jewelry, clothing, skincare, et cetera, and are looking for a place that can guide you to build a long lasting brand, I have to introduce you to Stacey Jones, who's the owner of the activewear brand Sun Love and Roots, which she started in 2015 and has grown it into a seven plus figure brand. And she now is sharing all her insights on how to navigate the product-based business world and showing you how you can show up as yourself, build a brand that's in alignment with you and grow a community of brand besties that will be screaming your brand from the rooftop. Be sure to check out the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. And you can also find Stacy on the gram at Sun Love and Roots. Start messy. If you want to bring your idea to life, you have to just start messy and just start connecting with people and start getting in the marketplace and all the things. Don't be afraid to invest and like identify people that you need to partner with to make your vision come to life. Cause you can't wear all the hats. Like you have to be like, okay, this person's going to do this. This person's going to do this. This is my vision. And you did a really good job of like explaining what your vision was and like in detail sharing why you were doing this. Mm -hmm. And then they came back with their talents Mm -hmm. and together it created what you have now. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's gonna be, who you're gonna be, how you're gonna do it. And then from that point, the universe is gonna get out your way. This moment in time, This is your time to rise. Welcome to the final episode of July. We had an epic morning this morning. Heck yeah, we did. So I'm really into blading and I haven't been able to blade for like a year because I don't know, I tried blading once pregnant. It was frowned upon. People didn't love it. (laughs) So I just picked it back up. And this morning I'm blading while pushing Cove, our youngest, in the stroller and wade was biking with cam our oldest on the back and we had our speaker and we're just going through the neighborhood and sun is shining neighbors are walking their dogs looking at us like wow that family is fun and also i i'm freaking obsessed with our new stroller Uh, we're obsessed like we're when we love something we tell everyone we have like the lamborghini of strollers yeah it's a double stroller because we got two girls now. We got two girls. It's from Cybex, European company. They do it right. Safety, everything. It Yeah, it's the Lamborghini of strollers. They're literally, I think they're rated the safest uh, car seat company like in Germany. And, you know, Germany doesn't write. So. Yeah, we just got anyway. we just got their Cybex. What is it? Gazelle double stroller Gazelle with the Atten G. Um, I think is the name of the car seat, which is nine pounds. So we're carrying Cove in the car seat. We're like, this is pretty light. Which makes light. a big freaking difference yeah. because the nine pounds plus the weight of your baby. Like it's very quick that you're like, um, yeah, <laughs> my neck hurts. Anyway, organic plug for Cybex. Just there. had to share because we're, so, we're just high on life. We're super happy. We're super so grateful. Good. And this episode, this is going to be a short but sweet one, right? Short and sweet. Heck yeah. In June, we covered kind of entrepreneurship via the network marketing lens, how we, we got into entrepreneurship really to where we are today. And then this month, we've been covering the different types of entrepreneurship we've been involved in. Sandy actually brick and mortar was kind of the first real deep dive into entrepreneurship beyond 
lemonade stands when we were a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we covered, what else have we covered? Our 90 day habits, our Amazon business, mm-hmm. kind of how to start that, the lessons from that. Um, building a brand and a podcast, building a personal mm-hmm. brand, a podcast. And now on this one, we I want to wrap go it through, up. We want to bring it home. Yeah. I want to wrap up how to bring your idea to life and three lessons that I've learned. And we've learned from starting big dad energy, which is a passion project, a empowering proud dads brand that currently has dad swag, but the vision is bigger than that. So the intention of today's episode is kind of how to bring your idea to life. And I'm going to go through how we've done that through big dad energy. And then we're going to transfer at the end of the episode towards our investment company, Broco Investments, because it's kind of similar concepts. But before you dive in, I want to share yeah. um, kind of how it was born. Like, yeah, yeah. I think when there's a, a need for something or a pain point, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you have to go through something to realize like, wait, there's nothing like this out there. So when we became parents, like I was plugging into all the mom groups and mm-hmm. the stroller strides and the new mom school and mops and all these mom groups and Wade's like having FOMO, like, man, there's nothing like this for dads. Like, yeah. I want to create a community for dads. And, you know, you have all the this cute like mom swag and there's all this stuff to support moms like there's not really anything like this for dads yeah and so he's like i want to start this company called like big dad energy and i'm like all right like what are you waiting for and so i think he kept talking about it like all summer this was last year yeah and then finally like he keeps bringing it up it's like november i'm like bro like black fridays in like three weeks execute let's see what you what you're made of (laughs) so sandy like (laughs) called me out just like Let's go just do it. Just do, do something like start with the apparel or whatever. Cause I've been like, I want to create some like fun dad swag for me and the other dads would like, but also create community. And so it had all these ideas and everything and really bringing an idea to life. It's really just about making a decision and executing on it. So I think I have learned three lessons in kind of starting and building big dad energy. But the first, which we've mentioned before is just do it messy. Sandy was like, all right, three weeks till she kind of put a date on it for me like I'm three really weeks good at till, that. yeah three weeks till black friday bring it to life i'm like three weeks to have an idea in my head come to a physical realization of business and a website and product and all the things like okay here we go so i connected with some people who had done it one of my friends danielle mccleary and then another friend stacy they both one like has an apparel company one just like kind of launched some apparel with her. And I was like, okay, how'd you guys do it? So first connecting with people, but just doing it messy. And yeah, bringing it to life by Black Friday, it was it was all happening really fast. But I was like, all right, I don't know how to build a website. I've never launched an apparel brand before. So I had to go to people, go connect with people and realize and kind of get advice from them and wisdom. Like, how'd you do it? What should I do? What are my next steps? While also delegating, someone else had to build the website. I, you know, I... I didn't know how to build a website. And I, of course you can learn that stuff, but had to delegate that, had to delegate the design because I kind of had visions in my mind, but I couldn't bring that to life. That's not one of my skill sets. So worked with Kayla Gordon at Kagor Creative. She's plug for her too. Oh, so amazing. Yeah, we'll drop all these in the in the show notes. I got to write that down. But um, so delegate the design, you know, worked with the designer, of course, to bring my vision to life delegated the website, worked with the website designer to bring my vision to life, and then just kind of doing it messy, figuring it out as we go, and not waiting for the product to be perfect, the design to be perfect, the website to be perfect, or anything. I mean, I remember (laughs) I took some shortcuts on the website designer. I had 
the person I wanted to do it wasn't available in that time frame. So I had someone else do it. I went off like Fiverr or something and got it done. It kind of cheap. And we're ready to launch. Like it's the night before I think the Black Friday weekend. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this the links aren't working. Like basically the site wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So I had to stay up till like all hours past midnight, 1 a.m. I think fixing and editing the website myself and learning how to do that stuff and certain things in code and Shopify and all these things. It was terrible. It's not what I meant to do, but got it done and was able to launch the next day. So first lesson is start messy. If you want to bring your idea to life, you have to just start messy and just start connecting with people and start getting in the marketplace and all the things. Don't be afraid to invest and like identify people that you need to partner with to make your vision come to life. Cause you can't wear all the hats. Like you have to be like, okay, this person's going to do this. This person's going to do this. This is my vision. And you did a really good job of like explaining what your vision was and like in detail sharing why you were doing this. Mm -hmm. And then they came back with their talents Mm -hmm. and together it created what you have now. So that's another thing while you do it messy. Yes. Be crystal clear on your vision. You don't, nothing needs to be perfect, but you do need to be clear on like why you're doing it and what your vision for it is, what your message, your core values, like stuff like that is. Um, and that kind of leads into the second and third points. But the second lesson was find a way to quickly and easily get your idea into the market and test the marketplace because you really like, it might be a cool idea in your mind, but unless you see real life customers and consumers or people taking surveys or whatever, you got to get real life data of, is this something that the marketplace wants and needs? And so before you go invest a ton of money, yes, I needed to invest some, but I wanted to keep it lean. I wanted to keep it be a lean startup, not where I did go invest 10 plus thousand dollars to go get this off the ground. I wanted to be maybe a few thousand, you know, to help build the website, to help to get the design done and go from there. And then I didn't want to have to hold all this inventory and invest in all that without knowing the demand. So finding a way to quickly and easily getting it into the marketplace so you can really test the demand, I think is huge. For this case, I was starting with dad swag. So I did print on demand through a company called Printful, printful printful.com. You can basically print any apparel on there. You can connect it to your Shopify website or your store or whatever. And what that does, that's where I learned from our 90 Day Habits brand was we printed and published through Amazon and they printed on demand. So when a customer went to order with our 90 Day Habits brand, they, they print, manufacture, print, pack, ship, everything, even handled returns. I was like, I want to do the same for this dad swag for big dad energy swag, because I don't want to go have to order a thousand shirts overseas and wait to get it and then have to hold it. And am I shipping it or how do I figure all that out? So with print on demand, yes, of course you give up some margin, but you hold no mind. Yeah. Yeah. You've no capital. And so it's like, okay, it'll only be, you know, there's profitability for each shirt, but it'll be printed as you go. So finding a way, if you want to do apparel, for example, I'd look at printful.com or printify. Um, Also with apparel, I will say you have to really want to make that a brand and a business to turn like large profits in apparel. It's just, it's a very saturated industry. You got to find your niche, et cetera. But it's something that's cool. If you're doing retreats, if you're doing something, some sort of branding, you can check out Printful. You can have your own Shopify store. Um, so getting into the marketplace is point number two. Number one, do it messy. Number two, get into the marketplace fast, quick, easy, and test the demand. And then number three, what I've learned is as an entrepreneur, it's it's kind of easy to have ideas. 
Like it's easy to have a lot of ideas. It's harder to execute and see things through. So it's easy to start things. It's harder to, f- to follow through and finish things. So what I've realized in like almost a year, I believe we're coming up on a year of, of you know, having a big dad energy as a brand is it's a passion of mine, but what it'll take to really take it to the next level and make it a business and make it like a household name or a brand is sweat equity and work and effort and is building and leveraging a team. Like you can't do it all by yourself. If you want to have a small business, you can run it by yourself. There's very few businesses you can really scale and leverage beyond seven figures as a one person show. It almost always takes building a team and that'll kind of segue into the venture capital and and kind of the end of the episode. But you got to leverage yourself with other people, with other skill sets, with marketing, with everything. You know, if I want to build Big Dad Energy, it can't be just me, Wade. Um, so what I've realized too is make sure it's something you truly want to do and see through because it is easy to start, but it's harder to finish. So, and beyond that, making sure you have a plan in place to scale and to leverage your brand, your business. Like if I want to make Big Dad Energy a seven-figure business, I got to go build out a team. So you got to go invest. You got to have people marketing. You got to show up on social. You got to probably have social media or content managers. You got to get into advertising. You got to have different team members and you got to build community, which is going to be kind of building community and networking will be our next month's kind of theme. But that's kind of, those are the three lessons. Do it messy, find a way to quickly and easily get into the marketplace and then make sure it's something you want to see through because realizing to really take it to the next level you're going to need to go way beyond yourself and scale and leverage a team. And honestly, so many people start things and so many people don't see them through. So be the person that decides to be the finisher. Like, don't just be the starter. Anyone can start it. Be the person that sees it through. I feel like that's so important. Yeah. And then just to wrap it up last few minutes here, kind of on the topic of how to bring an idea to life, I realized, you know, I was in finance before entrepreneurship and I didn't want to just leave that all behind. I learned a lot about companies, finance, investing. Uh, I got my master's in finance. So when Sandy and I dove kind of went all in on entrepreneurship, I wanted to keep those financial muscles strong and also realizing it's one thing to work and put in effort to make money. But if you can take your profits from your business or the money you make or your wages from your job and invest them and have your money start working for you, that is the path to financial freedom. Otherwise, you're always working for money. You're always working for your paycheck so you can spend it. And it's a rinse and repeat cycle. So I had two two friends. One is a CPA, one's a lawyer, and I was a finance guy. And we kind of kicked around the idea of investing in some real estate and startups and different things. And what we did first before we started our own investment fund, which we ended up calling Broco Investments, and that's another story. But we put in probably 100 plus hours on, okay, if we want to invest in real estate, we got to listen to the podcast, connect with the people and go start analyzing deals. So we probably put 100 hours in of analyzing deals, of research, of studying, of learning before we went and made our first move and did our first real estate deal. And now fast forward today. So, you know, everyone wants to get into real estate. I think there's two ways to do it. You either go put the 100 hours or so in and go do your own deal or you link up with someone who's done it or a mentor and you do it alongside of them and you learn from them and then eventually you can go do it on your own. Or you just delegate that. You just invest with people you know, like, and trust that can help your money make money and earn and you go from there. So we kind of had this idea to put our money to work and so we we now have, I forget, five or six properties, 24 doors. I honestly don't even remember. I should probably know that. 
And it's exciting because we start investing for us and our family, Sandy, myself, these other two families. Um, we start investing our own money, but now we've helped other investors come into our deals in real estate and start to make money. Well, it's like people see that you're good at this and that you're passionate about it. It's not like something you do because you have to do it. Yeah. You're doing it because it excites you. Like you genuinely get excited looking at deals mm -hmm. when things come across your desk and you're like, oh, this could be like a great investment. You love spending the time running the numbers and like crunching it and like investigating it. Whereas like that is probably one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> so when people come to us and they're like, hey, like we recently had a friend call. She's like 26 years old and she's like, hey, Wade, um, I officially have $100,000 in my savings account. <laughs> what should I do with it? And we're like, first of all, get it out of the bank. Don't have it just sitting in your Wells Fargo checking account. Mm -hmm. Like you need to have that doing something for you. So people Earning will just- interest. Yeah, people will just call us or I should say Wade and be like, hey, what do I do with my money? Like, where do I start? And so people are starting to do that. And so we that's a whole nother part of this Broco, you know, company that we're starting to branch into is helping other people mm -hmm. understand how to invest their money. So I'd say 80% of Broco's portfolio is real estate and it's cash flowing real estate. It's stuff that earns money every single month. We have one Airbnb, we have one 18 unit apartment building, and we have three standalone single family and these are all rentals and they all cash flow every month so the real estate is the it's every investment has inherent risk but it's the safer play it returns money to us every single month which we <laughs> we keep reinvesting and we keep in there and we keep growing our assets because i have a goal the next financial tangible goal investing wise be like if, if accumulating five million in assets to so do on average 10 percent a year that means our money is earning half a million dollars a year Everyone could live off a half million dollars a year. And that's where it's like, whoa, we aren't really lifting a finger. Like our money is doing all the work to make that half million. So we're not there yet, but we're on our way. That's a goal. Secondly, we invest in venture capital, which is investing in startups and realizing like Big Dad Energy is not a startup as far as a venture capital like play, right? It was something I started on my own. I piecemealed like what a typical, if you have big vision for your company, what a startup does is they raise investment funds first like family and friend or seed round and then they go raise from institutional investors it's called a series a so broco we have a good network and we were connected to a lot of startups so we've now invested like in five six seven startups these are home run swings and i'm going to end it here in the next minute or so but this is something where it's a minority of our portfolio maybe 20 percent, and it's something where if we put 15,000 in, that's going to go to zero or it's going to 10 plus X. It's going to return us six figures or beyond. And why, why we do that is because we want to take the home run swings, the big opportunities, while most of our money is going into the real estate that's just earning money every month. So if one of those hits out of five, it's huge. Um, now, we've helped other people. Most people don't have access to those types of opportunities. So we've helped friends, family, you know, our network actually invest in some of those deals too. We just closed one. I probably can't disclose names, but we helped investors invest $75,000 in a startup that I believe has a good opportunity to 10x or more. So we could help that 75,000 turn into 750,000 or more. And when you can start to help other people make money, that you know, you just naturally make money. So I, Broco was another thing, an idea and just bringing it to life. Like I had helped my prior company raise a fund. I'm like, why can't I raise my own fund? And now here we are doing it. Um, and everything, I run everything by Sandy. We do it as a team. I more run that, but it's for our common vision of kind of building our life. So 
those are kind of our lessons short and quick on big data energy on broco and kind of the overall all the different entrepreneurial things we've been doing what i'll also caution is it's easy to do and think and start a lot of things but go master one and have one main thing and have your blinders on that because the more things you do the more it can distract you so Things like Big Dad Energy and Broco kind of run in the background. Like mm-hmm. our network marketing business is our main thing. We even sold off, you know, our Amazon business so we could focus more on that because it's our true passion and what we want to build. So our hope and our intention this month in July is that you learn something, especially if you aren't on that entrepreneurial path and you're exploring like, man, how do I become my own boss? Where do I start? What do I do? We shared a lot of our experiences. I know there will be a lot more. There'll be other companies and ideas birthed, um, but this is where we are at now. And next month in August, abundant August, um, we are going to be focusing on like building community and building your network. Mm -hmm. And we have at least one, maybe two cool interviews coming up. Um, And these are super valuable traits or characteristics or whatever that you need to have in your back pocket to be a successful entrepreneur, to be successful in anything, right? Your network is your net worth. So next month's going to be super great. Everyone can always benefit from learning more about how to grow your network. And I think that's all we have for now. Yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.